On this week's episode, we talk about AOC, we talk about boyfriends and pillow chat. It's a solo episode. Um, it's really good. So listen, don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe. Hey, group chat. I know y'all see my text. There's tea to be spilled. Each week, we're bringing you our unfiltered take on culture, news, dating, and our lives as Black millennial women. We're coming to y'all with the honesty and eye rolls that only a text chain with your girls can. This is Black Girls Texting with Chelsea, Glenn, and Shade. shirt is literally see-through oh great that'll be perfect for the youtube welcome back to another episode of black (laughs) girls texting it's me shade what's goody bitches i'm Mm. so energized i had a coffee i'm like whoa (laughs) (laughs) it's me chelsea pinky i love these glasses chelsea jr oh she tried it see that's her fucking leo rising that's her leo rising (laughs) They're so cute. No, it's true. Thank it's you, Gwen friend. And, Brat, and when we came on, I told Shade, those glasses are a moment. I'm a mom. To be honest, I do this when I don't, like, I don't got nothing together. My hair is in a little thing and my makeup ain't done. And the glasses, I feel, are a distraction. It works. Smart. You put on a hoop, too? A hoop and a glasses? And oh, like, well, oh, you know, we stay with a little hoop now, honey. Oh, look at this. Yeah. We're all wearing hoops. I Gang. So, ladies, what's popping on Red or Replies? On Red or Replies. Wow. I haven't thought about this. I just thought um, about everything else we're talking about. <laughs> I can reply. I was just on Clubhouse because my friend invited me to this room. Mayor! And, <laughs> and the brand Fashion Fair is back. Um, I just have so many memories of my mom's, like, humongous eyeshadow palette. And my mom, you know, believe it or not, because she is an immigrant mother, but she was like, she let me be creative. Like she let me play in her makeup. um, And I have so many memories of like putting her blush all over my face and her blue eyeshadow all over my eyes. And it's cool that the brand is coming back. And it's actually a black woman owned brand, um, black American woman owned brand, which is very rare. Um, So yeah, shout out to them. That's iconic. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Leaving on red. Let me see. Mm-hmm. Nothing. I'm pretty good. We love to hear that. Yeah. Um, love to hear, but like nothing. Nobody's irking your nerves. Even the most menial irking things. My nerves. Oh, I actually did save some stuff. I have a new folder in my um in my Instagram. It's called Miss Information. Ah, oh, yes. yes. Um, but let me see if I can figure out how to use this damn application. Um, okay, there's so much stuff in here. All right, I guess I'll, I'll talk about it. Talk your shit. My cousin Nikki, man. Hey. Oh, you was going to try cousin. and not bring it up. You was going to try to skate through it. <laughs> I, I, I protect other Trinidadians. You know, it's just what I do. I am very proud of that part of myself. But damn, Nikki, why? Why did she even have to bring Trinidad in it? Why was Trinidad in the tweet? I wish she just left out. Cousin friend friend. just left that part out. It's not a real person. That's like (laughs) remember when everyone was like, "I got a cousin at the CDC," and they said that we're gonna be on lockdown. I know. (laughs) Those texts were running rampant. They were running rampant, and I'm not gonna lie, because someone sent it to me, and they were like, "No, it's true. My cousin, my cousin," and I was like, "Oh my god, this is true." And then someone else sent me the exact same exact same text, and I was like, "Okay, it's not true." Um, but people were acting like it was really their cousin, which I'm like, so you guys were lying. Um, right. That's a but weird. yeah, Nikki, it, it's, she's really playing herself. I will say that the reaction is really giving like Republicans and conservatives and people like that a lot of fuel because mm-hmm. you should be able to ask a question um, the problem I had was with the fake story, um, but but you should be able to ask a question. Um, I also kind of had a problem with the fact that she was like, 
I need to do my research as if we haven't been in this pandemic for oh, over yeah. a year. Like, <laughs> and the vaccine has been around for a while now. So if you were going to do research, that's fine. Do your research. Absolutely. Um, but we had some time to do research. So and like, what yeah. was the research going to be? Right. And do good research, right? Don't do research on Facebook where you're Correct. going to about an inflamed testicle. So um, yeah, Nikki, I... I, I, oh, I still love you. At the end of the day, you're a black woman and you're a Trinidadian black woman. So I'm not going to ever shit on you, but bad move. Disappointed. So bad move. Yeah. Wait, I, I didn't know she was born in Trinidad. Did y'all know that? Yeah. yeah. She came up here when she was like three. Yeah. Oh, she was, she was young, but she was born there. Yeah. I must read this tweet though. That is sending me her and Piers Morgan. were going back and forth a <laughs> yes. few days ago. And he said, Professor Witty beefing with the ghastly at Nicki Minaj, one of the rudest little madams I've ever met. What is not is wrong with him? <laughs> is not the breaking news that I expected today, but it's most welcome. She's peddling lies that will cost lives. I should have done this in a British accent, but you whatever. You should have. Come oh, on. that would have been so fun. Can you just read the last line? The peddling lies? I think it was sounds She's good in the accent. She's peddling lies that, are co- that will cost lives. How was that? <laughs> but now, now Nicki's like on her Twitter, you know how you can put a little bio her new thing is um rudest little madam rudest little madam oh that's genius i mean she's definitely gonna like make it be about how she speaks her truth and you can't silence me like she's gonna spin it of course she's that's what she's doing she's doing it and she actually she said something that i I saw a lot of people reposting which is kind of problematic um let me pull it up super quickly okay can i didn't finish my tweet by the way so i don't understand how i'm getting cut off Um, i didn't i thought you finished the tweet no that was pierce morgan's tweet but then nikki replied and she said sir i've never met you (laughs) i know we all look alike (laughs) rudest little madam i like it has a special ring to it and then she his name is pierce like p-i-e-r-s she said thanks pierce (laughs) <laughs> love the accent. I'd love to come chat. Scones, tea, clown nose, and big red shoes for you. Let me know, babe. Kissy face. She's so legendary. I mean, that she's shit hilarious. is like, she's funny. so good. She's, she's been so going good. on live, like cracking me up. I was in her live last night. Um, but she posted, Y'all gotta stop pretending to love people with backbones. If Malcolm X were here, he'd be asking oh, questions. Yeah. And most of y'all that holler Black Lives Matter and protect Black women would be up telling him to shut up and fall in line. Y'all say these people's names, but embody the spirit of a coward. And lots of people were actually reposting that. I also must say that although Nikki is Trinidadian, the Jamaicans are in this too, because Spice official Spice tweeted, is in at, tweeted at Nikki Minaj, Onika, you are under attack because you're Black and you're intelligent. When we are too educated, we come a problem to society. May God watch over you and cover you, cover every step you take. I'm over y'all. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Okay. But not in the context of her talking about this vaccine and big swollen balls. It's, it's the balls vaccine. part that got me. It's the balls part that the got balls. me. I understand her saying, you're not going to bully me into right. getting this. I'm doing my research. If it were like a few months ago. Um, but the balls we know nobody's balls got inflamed maybe they did because you know people were having bizarre reactions but girl that's why you no, ain't get the we, fucking we actually know for sure because the trinidadian ministry oh we health do know this for sure they said they, didn't, they said, didn't get it and trinidad is a very small country they would know um that, that maybe he happen. didn't maybe he didn't report his swollen balls because he was embarrassed <laughs> but he reported it to nikki <laughs> yes nikki. because because the wife called off the engagement Okay, well, I think if he's reporting it to people, he would check in with a doctor. So, <sighs> but no, I'm I'm mostly like, wh- why are we bringing Malcolm X into the story? Like, I feel like we cannot. I I really have such an issue with like the not calling her an anti-vaxxer, but like the anti-vax movement kind of like aligning itself with like civil rights and mm-hmm. like segregation mm-hmm. and like public matters of public health and like people's safety. I do not feel comfortable equating with like the civil rights movement and like segregation based off of your, your skin color versus this alleged segregation versus about you being vaccinated or not. We just cannot 
We can't her, equate those. I'm sorry. In her live, I learned, I don't know if it's true or not because she, I don't know how credible of a source she is anymore, but um, she was saying that it really broke her heart that a lot of her family members in Trinidad can't work because you must be vaccinated mm-hmm. in order to work. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's becoming, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I'm mostly frustrated with people that are anti-vaxxers and anti-maskers. My oh, thing yeah. is, if you're not going to get the vaccine, you better have that fucking mask glued to your face. Um, but yeah. And Nikki did tell the girls to wear the special mask with two straps, not just the one strap. She did. She said she, needs to she be also, my friend showed me tweets. Like she also, it did say that she would potentially get it. Like she tweeted at someone being like, I'm probably going to have to get it when I go on tour. Um, yes, she did yes, say yes. that. I heard that. She too. never said. She never said, "Don't get it." But, Don't get but, it, but or anything like that. Telling people this ridiculous, yeah. made-up story, instilling more fear about right this vaccine. The, the like, Trinidadian, the Trinidadian Ministry of Health running around trying to find an inflamed ball, tracking the man down. I think and I that's a tiny more, country. Yeah. Like they have right. so many resources to do that bullshit. Like, yeah, so. it's getting crazy. I don't know if you guys saw Faye Noel's post my good Grenadian sis, but like, it's getting really bad in Grenada. There's a lot of cases and mm. like these countries just don't have like the infrastructure for this, like at all, like in, from, in terms of like healthcare. So it's really, really, really scary. Yeah. It would be devastating for a tiny country like that for yeah. it to be like a really bad outbreak. Half the population might be gone. Yeah, it's true. Devastating. Very scary. Well, Miss Pogue, or do you, yeah. you want me to go? No, I'm ready. I'm just sitting here thinking about that shit. Um, so, you know, I'm just going to do my on red really quick. Um, leaving my heat damage on red. I took my braids oh. out, trying to do things, you know, like my hair will start. I'll do like a twist out or a braid out and it'll start up chilling. Then as the day progresses, it just all starts falling down. Like it just like wilts. That's what it does. My hair like wilts. Have you used a clarifying shampoo? I use Olaplex. Mm-hmm. I did like hella Olaplex treatments. You could try an Aphigy. I want to say that like protein treatment. People have said that that's oh, helpful. Taking with, notes. Don't don't, with don't play with Aphigy if you are not competent in your hair skills. All your hair can break off. This is true. No. I've, um, I've done Aphigy, it's heavy but protein. I'm very good yeah. with my hair. But like if you don't play with Aphigy, you can lose all your hair. And oh, no. then um, the clarifying shampoo, Chelsea. Yeah, definitely. And do the uh, try the uh, clay mask with the um. Yes, the apple cider I actually did that one time, and oh, that yeah. kind of helped. Maybe yeah, I'll try that rice water shit again. That smells like ass. That's also when, a lot of protein. I never so tried make that. Make sure you're moisturizing. Out. Yeah, because yeah. protein makes your shit like hard. Yeah, right. So like, you okay. can just break off. This is good to know. I need to do a little protein treatment. One thing I will say though is I started taking these supplements from Moon Juice called super hair literally you know i'm like bald in that patch in my hair i think i have at least like an inch and a half of growth and i started taking wow. them while i was on while i just had my braids in it's wait what's crazy. it crazy it's called super hair from moon juice mm, moon juice mm. it's fire and i i just saw today i'm supposed to take four of them a day i had no idea i've just been taking one and already seeing bomb results oh, oh wow, wow. Bomb, I would probably bomb, grow bomb. a full grown mustache. <laughs> That's what I always get scared of with that type of shit. Like if you're not putting it directly on the spot, like am I just it's getting hair everywhere? Though. Right. Oh, Which, you yeah, see what you're saying. Because biotin yeah. makes me get a full grown mustache. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Um, and I'm gonna reply to, and this kind of feels like I'm about to talk about myself, like I'm in a job interview or something. But like now that I'm working in this like this corporate side of things, and it's also mm-hmm. kind of funny because I was mentioning something to Shade earlier this week and I was like, we need to understand what the workflow is for this type of procedure or some shit. And I was like, ha ha, it's so funny. My boss always says workflow. And Shade's like, yeah, that's like a term that, that's like a term. <laughs> I'd never heard that term before. Like there's just so many things I don't know about, you know? Is this like your first like, guest yes. job? My first yes. test job ever. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, no. I, I had made... I had told myself I would never have a desk job in my life because I thought it was oh, just wait, wait, wait. I wasn't good at. You what? did have the desk job for two days. De- when did you quit? Yeah, How I worked in tech there? for two days. Okay. Yes. 
And I was I like, what the about fuck that. is going on in here? And then I was microaggressed. And then I got a, um, a job as a teacher and I left. Not microaggressed. I was microaggressed. I was. <laughs> um, but it all is like kind of bringing me back to my, like my origins. I've always actually been like, not a corporate bitch, but like I went to school for communications. I used to um, intern like a fucking crazy person. I'm actually like highly anal about like systems and organizing and shit. So like as a part of my job, I have to do like project management and I just had to facilitate this meeting for all these different like constituents or whatever. And my boss was like, that's the best anyone has ever run that meeting before. I can't believe how efficient it was. You were like, you just moved right through everything, every point. Like every time I raise things to her, she's like, wow, I never thought of these things this way. Like, why are you always asking me these questions that challenge me in this way? And I was like, I literally don't know where these things are coming from. They're just popping into my head. Like it feels very like natural. And speaking of clubhouse, I came home from a party the other night and was just fucking wired so I stayed, I was just up all night doing nonsense, ended up in a numerology room on Clubhouse at three o'clock in the morning. What? After we left Saxton's birthday. Can't explain it. And this woman gave me this reading and she's like, you're a number four. That is the like, um, what did she call it? Like, she's like, fours have like executive energy. Like you're very much mm-hmm. like a business person in the way that you move. And it was like interesting for me to think about that in that way, because I've never wanted to see myself like that. I'm like, I'm free as a bird. I am an Girl, artist. Girl, all that earth. But I actually chart. always like everything to be very balanced and yes, organized. Ma'am. And and I'm just like coming to accept these things about myself. And that's like to a not positive. look at them as a bad thing. Yeah. I've always looked yeah, at them I'm as confused a bad thing. why you'd ever think that's bad. That's super positive to me, at least. Well, but no, I'm noticing also, how positive it is. Yeah. It also, when you were speaking, that a lot of the things you were saying are come from being a teacher too. Mm-hmm. Like, like being super organized, kind of always having like a plan. Cause when you're dealing with a bunch of kids in your classroom and you are in control of everything, you can't be all over the place. You have to be that way. Yo, that's so true. Cause you know, remember we would have just like a day to get certain things done. You can't have your lesson plans go over. If they do, you have to strategize how you're going to come back to the idea, keep everything yeah. connected. Yeah, I guess I'm realizing like how much more analytical I am in like a pen and paper kind of way, I guess, mm-hmm. than I realized I was. But it also makes me, feel, I feel like very empowered in moments when I can like flex that muscle. It makes me feel mm. very like capable and confident. So I'm really enjoying this like new energy. You know, I'm going to go uh, on my astrology <laughs> rant and it's so interesting Because I feel like when you have a chart like yours, where you have like conflicting, like I feel like air and, and, and fire kind of like flow, but like you have air Mm -hmm. and earth, which you think would kind of like conflict. And so like me, sorry, fire and earth. Yeah. yeah. So you would, you're like, I should be like, you know, free and me with this fucking Sagittarius, but then you have these two hard ass earth signs that are kind of trying to ground you. So I feel like that's like very big growth to be able to be like, these are positives. And not- yeah, and it's like, this is who I am. Like, right. I don't have to run from it. And I can, I realize how, like what value those traits of mine can add. I, I still don't my- believe in this shit, but my, my, my numerology said the same thing. She was like, you're very grounded on one end. And then she said, my like life path energy is like free and kind. And hello, Chloe, like, literally. She you said the same like- shit when you would read the astrology section in the magazine, would you guys only read yours? I would read all yes. of them and they all applied to me. Just saying. But no. no but those, okay, those, no. I'm not talking about Marie Claire and Seventeen Magazine. I'm just saying when you, re- when you read into this stuff, you can figure out what it, it's pseudoscience, but continue. Well, there was this explained <laughs> episode about horoscopes oh, and astrology. And oh, I need to was, watch that. It was cockamamie. It is. It was literally, they talked about how it was made up to sell these people. If people can believe that a nigga turned water into wine, I can believe. Don't talk about people. Right. Don't talk talk about people's religion because you don't want me to drag you here. I'm saying, if people can believe that someone can turn water into wine, why can't you believe? 
I'm, I don't understand, but like, why, can, why can't you believe two, two things to be true? I look at history related to biblical texts or the, there's history to astrology that it was made up. Well, it's also related to like astronomy and the, but I also astronomy don't understanding Earth's stars, stars. Yeah. Than, like, but I, and I don't look at it to your personality or it makes you this way, or it makes you that way. I don't look at it from a sense of, um, it's truly scientific, but I feel like it is a spiritual connection, like a spirit, like same with numerology, same with, I mean, I don't know how people define Enneagrams and Meyer Briggs, but like, it's a, it's a spiritual understanding of oneself and how you move around this world. And you could apply the same to faith. Sure. Everyone should believe in what they believe. Okay. Yes. What are you going to say though? Oh, I was going to say, I was talking to my therapist earlier. Fuck y'all distracted me. I was talking to my therapist earlier And I was like, I'm trying to understand like what elements of me are just like me. Like, this is just who I am. And like, what are things that like can change over time because you're like ever evolving. And Mm. she was like, they're not mutually exclusive. Like, this is who you are. Mm -hmm. And like, you also might be like, okay, actually I have become more of a patient understanding person with time, knowing that that's something that I want to work on. But like, that doesn't negate that like in this moment, like you are a slightly impatient, less understanding person. And so like, you can kind of live in these two spaces of knowing that like there are things you want to better and change about yourself, but it still be like applicable and true to who you are. And like, like you're not waiting to to arrive at yourself. You are yourself. Yes. And tomorrow you'll be yourself. A hundred percent. Yes. So how is that? How does that, how does that belief align with astrology? Because talking about self-actualization, it's yeah, it's like in it, at your core, you might be something, but that doesn't mean that it can't like change and evolve. I'm not saying like you're going from like one extreme to the other, even though that is kind of possible. But for the most part, like I talked a lot about how I think a lot of my negation of monogamy is rooted in impulse. And yeah. I was like, I know I'm an impulsive person. So like, I don't want to go into a situation and be like, no monogamy, polyamory, where like, maybe it's just because 29 year old Shade today is a very impulsive person and 35 year old Shade will be less impulsive. And she's like, well, that is still a part of who you are. So like explore that, understand like what different relationship types look like to you. And sure, at 35, you might be like, I ain't doing this poly shit no more. And that's okay. Like, it's not like you have to, pick or choose a lane right away and I do think all these things are influenced by my astrology no it's just a maturity like all these all of these signs have like pros and cons of like characteristics right that doesn't mean you have to solely lean into the more quote-unquote negative characteristics like Mm. you could be like I'm a Virgo I'm stubborn sure you're stubborn that's something you know about yourself work on how to be less stubborn that doesn't change the fact that like innately inherently you're more of a stubborn inclined person you're just working towards being a less stubborn person interesting pseudoscience um okay what are your what was that was that your red reply Mm-mm. no that's just me talking shit to my friend oh <laughs> um Hold on, my mom texted me. Somebody coming to my house, Klein. You know these Caribbean people. I'm like, something's wrong. Klein. <laughs> something's wrong uh, with the basement. Okay, sending over cousin Klein. I feel like no, Klein is a such a West Indian name. <laughs> it's the same as um, Nicki Minaj's testicle cousin. No, girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, my red and reply are to the same things. I am. Um, I'm leaving like this kind of like psychotic criticism that people have on like any political spectrum on red. Um, And we'll get more into this because I know Glenn, you wanted to talk about AOC, but that's like Mm -hmm. what's related to the AOC conversation. But I'm also replying to the fact that we do live in a world where we have this discourse. Mm -hmm. So like, while it is kind of frustrating to see, I have had some really good conversations with people um, around, you know, AOC and political alignments and beliefs and blah, 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 blah. And they've been really interesting and inspiring. Have you like come away with any like learnings or did anyone change your perspective at all? About AOC specifically? Yeah. Okay. Hold it. I want to talk more about it in the group chat because I know that you have thoughts too, Chelsea. 
Should we jump into the group chat? Okay, let's well, step into the group chat. We have two segments, ma'am, in between. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. I'm excited. <laughs> okay. Me too. Does anybody have a hotline bling? If you don't, it's fine. No. No, okay. Klein's coming to my house in an hour. That's my <laughs> that is your hotline bling. bling. Okay, no, because I'm so excited to tell you guys about this week's Black Girl Doing Shit. My good sis, that's a Black Girl Doing Shit. I saw this post going around a lot yesterday about this woman named Tina Bell, who is considered the godmother of grunge music. She mm-hmm. um, was the singer and songwriter and the front woman of a band out of oh, Seattle called yes. Bam Bam. Yeah, and they were considered one of the founders of the grunge genre and one of the first grunge bands ever. And I didn't know much about grunge, so if you're like me, just some background. Grunge fuses elements of punk rock, heavy metal, um, but it is characterized by strong guitar riffs, distortion, and feedback. Um, And it's derived from punk and heavy metal, indie rock. Sorry, somebody keeps calling me indie rock, okay? Bling! Um, And Seattle is the home of grunge. And when you think mm. about it, all of these like ba- alternative rock bands and stuff come out of Seattle and mm-hmm. artists like Kurt Cobain, Nirvana, Pearl Jam, and Bam Bam came way before them. They started in the early 80s and members of those very bands that went on to like to like represent this grunge scene were like in the audience at her shows. They've spoken about it. Um, so not even surprisingly, Tina got her, her start singing in the church, y'all. Um, and she, wow. her, she's tiny, blonde, always changed her hair. The front woman of this band of like three white men, like screaming, rocking out. So fucking cool. But she faced so much racism and misogyny, of course, mm. as she was coming up. She'd be heckled by people in the crowd. They tell the story of like these skinheads who came and kept calling her the N-word <laughs> over and over and over again. And she like whipped her microphone around and clocked them upside the head with it and stuff. Yes. Like energy. Um, and, but, you know, she's been largely erased from the story of grunge and mm-hmm. it ended really tragically. She died in 2012 at 55, at only 55. Um, she suffered from depression and alcoholism like her whole life or much of her adult life. Um, but there's going to be a, remastered release of her group's album later this fall and i think it's so cool that's um, so cool i love and that that's an awesome black girl black doing shit yeah inventing everything I also right. black girl doing shit. yeah okay simone biles so mm. i don't know if you guys saw but she and obviously the other women involved um testified um and they were just talking about the fbi's like handling of larry nasser being a fucking disgusting human um but yeah it was just really brave and like you know if you go through something like that it's very difficult to talk to talk about um Mm -hmm. especially on the national stage so just wanted to shout her out yes 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 so much i mean wow coming off of like the Olympics and all of that, like, I don't know. There's just been, it's just been a very intense time for athletes right now. I feel like yeah, there's so much happening in the world of sports, especially for black women. All right, y'all it's time for the group chat. Yes. Okay. Um, we can, okay. We can get into these hot tops. I was thinking we can call it like in these tweets, like in the streets, like what's oh, good in these tweets, maybe. Um, so yeah, my first tweet thing, the thing I saw so that went like viral on Twitter was AOC in that dress that she wore designed by, what's Shorty's name again? Oh Aurora my James. gosh, Aurora James. From Brother Vellies. It was this white dress that I must say, I just thought was poorly designed. First of all, <laughs> I just didn't like the way it looked. Did not like the way it looked. Didn't like the little buttons and all that stuff. Um, but the back of it, very, it was a, a shocking moment. The back said, tax the rich. And people had a lot to say about it. People felt like, why send that message and even show up at this, at the Met Gala? Your mm-hmm. presence there seems to be in contradiction to everything you've stood for. How did you guys take it when you first saw her in the dress? Oh. <laughs> uh, what were your first I thoughts? I was like, it's AOC, AOCing. Oh, Lord. I was like, okay. I'm surprised. We're doing it. I'm not mad. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> some uh, somebody put some craziness. <clears throat> um, if you could do me a favor, Shadi, 
because my phone is charging. Look up our friend that had that whole rant about um, about the vaccine last week, the young man that we referenced. That oh, was, it's on his page. Yes, he made he has some stories because people have been like, you know, writing over the words on the back. Yeah. With things. And I don't know if he still has it up. I saw it yesterday. Yeah, I saw it's it no longer up. in his stories. Mm. He was just calling her a hypocrite and all, all of this and all of that. And like, how could she now I'm speaking specifically to this guy. But what I've been hearing is like, also, how are you shaking hands with the people that you say you denounce Mm -hmm. but then there's another side of it that's like i mean we've talked about this in the past too like when politicians and activists become public figures right and like what that can do to like mobilize their messaging and engage like younger generations and that is what aoc has that's who she is and what she's become Mm -hmm. i'm not surprised that she was there and it's interesting, interesting to see all these different people that can show up at a fashion event. Like it was dope to see all those athletes there. And she's a politician that was there. I don't know that there's anything like really wrong with that. Like, I don't know. I, I think for me, something that I took away from this whole moment is it's interesting. Like, I think Shade, I think one of your replies was like, you are happy that we can, we're allowed to even have these conversations but I almost feel like we're not allowed to have mm. these conversations. I feel like people stand celebrities, they stand, which is one thing, right? But you standing a politician to me is odd. It's a politician. Mm. It's an elect, it's an elected official. So yes, anything that they do, you can criticize, like you put them into that spot. Like, mm. I think when people start saying that, you know, a politician cannot be critiqued to me, that's very dangerous Oh, um, and were, were you seeing that? Absolutely. Like you cannot say anything about her because she does this and da, da, da. I'm like, that's her job. That's mm. her job. She's an elected official. That is her job to do what her constituents would want her to do. Mm-hmm. A and B right now, her party is passing a tax bill that is is still leaving the rich people untaxed mm-hmm. and it's taxing it's going to be taxing people like us by the way mm-hmm. so like this like idea that you can't critique her it's weird to me it's dangerous this is america yeah. i should be able to critique whoever the fuck i want especially an elected official yeah i don't i agree with you i i haven't really seen many people saying that she should not be critiqued i've surprisingly seen and somebody had tweeted this like only aoc can have like uh the left far right wing conservatives and like one other group like all in agreement like she's the one Mm -hmm. person that they all kind of like are coming for and so a lot of my feed was kind of like dragging her and i do see her get pretty criticized from both sides it's usually the very far right and then like far left um But from my perspective, like I felt like, unfortunately, we are in a day and age where our politicians have become like these like influencers, for lack of a better term. Um, I feel like we've seen this very often, though, like people praise um, JFK and Mm -hmm. the whole Kennedy family, Jackie O. Um, We've seen this happen where people just became obsessed with Obama to the Obama fanfare. So that was was very problematic. That's problematic. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think like seeing politicians in this light is not something that I think should be normal, but it, 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 it's where we are. Like th- this is how 2021 is functioning. We literally have TikTok stars there who like, yeah, aren't necessarily designers or that involved in the arts or anything of that nature. So like, I'm kind of like, if there's anyone that I would want Gen Z or young people who might have the money to support her, um, I would want her to be there and be present and people to start looking into what she is about and what she's discussing. My friend made a really good point where he was like, you know, because a lot of people were like, oh, that a lot of politicians weren't there. And there were politicians there. Bill de Blasio was there. Um, Fenewal actually styled his wife and she looked very nice. Um, but you don't see like your typical politician there. And that's because they don't need to be there because they're being funded by the NRA. Um, And 
all these other <laughs> sick lobbyists. So yes, if AOC has to like not take blood money and wear a tax the rich dress for us to like donate to her campaign to like keep her in political power, then I rather her do that um, than sell her soul to the devil. Ideal. No, but like we have to live in, unfortunately, these like extreme polarizing worlds where like we want to not believe that politicians should be attending something like this and they should just go fucking do what they need to be doing. But on the other hand, that is like what we uphold in our actions, we societally on a daily basis. So it's like you kind of can't have one without the other. And where I was getting frustrated was like so many people are dragging AOC, but at at the same breath will be like, yeah, Rihanna, she's a billionaire. And I'm like, mm-hmm. whoa. Yeah, those like, people I, are fucking weird. I just don't, I just want to be like clear on like where your your like ideologies align. And that's where I was getting confused. I was like, if there's anybody to be dragging, I, I just don't feel like she's the main person to drag. But what I will say about that, like I don't fuck with billionaires, period. But what I will say about that is Rihanna's not an elected official. She's mm-hmm. a regular citizen. AOC is someone that was voted into office. She's a public servant. She works for us. So we can say whatever the fuck we want. She works for us. Um, In addition, I feel like a lot of people were using the word hypocrite. And just to go back to what you said about her getting criticized. Yes, she's extremely criticized, but she's also extremely stand for. Like there Mm -hmm. were so many people that were like, how dare you? So yes, I'm not saying that she's not criticized. She absolutely is. Mm -hmm. Um, But um people were saying that she's kind of like a hypocrite because what you just said, I agree with. Sometimes you have to work in the systems that Mm -hmm. we have. Right. But she's the main person who's always like, we don't need to work in these systems, break down the systems. I'm not working across the aisle with people that I would need to work with to do things. Like, Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. I think people were like, well, which is it? Like, is it Mm -hmm. rich and fuck that? Or are we working within the system? Like, so I think when you're so, polarizing and you make certain choices it's going to leave you open to criticism because like you say things and then you did something that was so not aligned with the things Mm. you say um it it left her open to criticism for sure yeah which I think was also her plan so it's like I mean I'm sure her merch her tax the rich merch is probably selling oh yeah I'm sure that oh, she has taxed the rich. She mm-hmm. sure does. She she's had it. She's that. had it for a bit now, but like I feel like people are definitely gonna be like hip oh. to it now. Yeah, so hundred percent. Which I mean, also feels weird, but I get that's how she. Where's the money going? Raised, yeah, exactly. Like exactly. Raised, yeah, but like um, which is also like also feels weird. Like, when I was talking to people, they were like, um. I was saying like, yeah, the funding thing makes sense. But then at the same, um, in the same breath, it's like, why do politicians have to raise millions of dollars for a fucking campaign? Like it's that's so insane. Like, so yeah, rich. exactly. It's friends. like, it's an insane yeah. world that we live in. Um, I did go into a deep hole of the left, <laughs> the far left there. The hole I was in was very scary. Oh my God. What were <laughs> like some the, of the wait, things you, you say- found in the hole? When yeah, you say the far left, like like AOC or further? Further. Oh, my God. Yeah. A- A- to the far, far left, AOC is a fascist and she is a puppet. Um, what? Yes, she is a fascist puppet. Her and Bernie Sanders. Um, they're absolute jokes. They are neoliberals at best. They mm. are in, in no way representative of the left. Um, these are people who are literally like, well, again, burn it all down where I was. Exactly. Anarchy, burn it all down. Don't vote. Um, kind of wild. I was like, well, shit. What would a world look like like that? Like what? Here's the thing. Because not everyone's good. If everyone were good, then sure. But there's going to be fucked up people. Yeah. Come and rape you. What are you going to do when there's no one to call? What they believe, I like, I fundamentally am like, yes, but yes, Chelsea, to your point, there's a lot of holes there. And I don't know, I want to learn more. So I've, I've gotten into like, I'm, in, I'm deep in a lot of different podcasts. I'm learning a lot. Um, and we'll see. Mm. Can we also just talk about the Met Gala and what it is? Like, like, 
It is thirty thousand dollars a ticket. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that AOC paid that. I'm sure someone paid for her. The Met comped it for her. But but that is insane. And they're mm-hmm. and they're raising it for what is it the the costume design mm-hmm. section of the whatever. But like I don't know. It's just. Wait, Why do y'all all, need all, all that, that money? money is only for that one section? Yes, and every yeah. year they raise almost $200 million. That's bullshit. They're having that. a part when two people around the corner from the Met are living in a box on the street. Like, yeah. it doesn't, the math is not mathing. And, and like, yeah. I think that's what was so, so jarring to certain people with AOC specifically being there because, like, you're at this extremely, lo- like, when I think of the Met, you know what I think of? I think of the Hunger Games, that scene when everyone gets like <laughs> dressed up. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. It's all this fair and fancy. And like, that's where she decided to be. Like she was there, even the $30,000 plate, dancing with all the rich people. So I think that was like also another piece of the criticism is just like how extreme and extravagant the Met is. I mean, as I was watching the carpet, I was like, I can't believe this is an event that exists. And I wonder how much longer it's going to last because it's actually ridiculous. Very good question. It doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. Like, why are we, why, why are we watching this? It felt, <laughs> I had this feeling that it felt very British of me to be doing that. Cause you know how like, <laughs> the Brits be into like very like weird shit. Okay. That, like, I watch, don't understand why we, why they uphold like. Watch the explained on the monarchy. Yeah, that was that. literally, okay. You see how they, that was like a PR campaign done for years to like right. uphold the monarchy. Like that was literally premeditated and planned you're right gowns. that's what we're doing watching the met gala like why do we fucking care yeah we don't have a monarchy but we have some celebrity culture (laughs) yeah like where you literally can't say rihanna did not look good because everyone's gonna come at you you can't say anything about beyonce because the beehive is gonna swallow you alive over a woman that they don't know. No, and she don't, don't know, know them. Don't, and she don't, doesn't know them. Like, and and Neon Bezos boat. Do you think she cares? Like, not, not because she's a bad person, but because she doesn't know you. Like, she doesn't know you. But it's like people stand these strangers so hard. It's like, it's like weird. And I used to be a Beyonce stan. But like at this point in my life, I'm like, I don't stand anyone. Like, right. I don't know these people. They don't know me. What what I do doesn't affect them. What they do doesn't affect me. Like, it's weird. Our culture is like celebrity, 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 celebrity. Like, it's, it's, it's strange. Sick. It's well, sick, I was actually. listening to this podcast and like they talked about kind of how we've gotten to this place where we are in terms of like our economics and like prior to kind of like free market capitalism, it was feudalism. So like you literally had people like paying tithes and paying a king. And they're like, we haven't really left that. The kings are just now the rich. So yeah. the kings are now your Jeff Bezos, your Mark Zuckerbergs. You could argue your oh, Jay-Zs, really Beyonce's, scary. and Rihanna's. And like, we still are stuck in a lot of that mentality. So it's interesting to think about like the fanfare for like the monarchy and when they do shit and like looking at watching Jeff Bezos go into space or like seeing what Elon Musk is going to do next or like mm-hmm. watching the Met Gala. It's true. Or I sorry. Go ahead. What, who's the Grenadian man that that uh, uh, sponsored the black designers? Oh, Lewis he's Hamilton. Race car. Oh, he's my God. He's so incredible. He's he's um actually he's a race car driver. Right yeah. Now. And like my boyfriend had his jersey like I feel like he just is always in the know. But anyways, um, he's like, oh, yeah, that's Lewis Hamilton. And I'm like, oh, who's that? And then I started Googling and then they did an interview with him. Like he just like recognized him on the carpet. Anyways, that's amazing. Like what he did. But then at the same time, it begs the question, like, why? Like, why? Mm-hmm. Why? Why can't these black designers be great without fucking getting the approval of the Met Gala and like the, the higher, like those people there. I'm not saying that he's wrong for doing that. That's the structure that we live in, but it's just like, why? I don't even know that it was a p- approval. I, when I watched it, I was like, I don't think I'd ever watched it in this lens before, but I was like, oh, this is advertising. Like I hadn't yep. thought about it that mm-hmm. way. So it's like, Tom Brown is like, how many, I'm about to dress 50 niggas on this carpet. Everybody was in Tom Brown. Now I'm looking up Tom Brown. Like but I'm it's like, also oh, stamp that's what this is about. It's also That's a stamp true. of approval because you could have some rinky dink brand and have have the thirty thousand dollars. Do you think they're going to highlight your brand? Like it, mm. it's like it's like a social. I mean, you have to pay to get in, like, 
or right. something. You have to, yeah, to you even do have, to, have your stuff on the. Carpet but you have to be approved like by. You have to be exactly Anna. Anna. Anna has to prove approve you. Like you can be as rich as you want, but she has to give you the green mm-hmm. light. It's like this white woman who allegedly is type racist mm-hmm. is like in control of this whole industry still, and we just like let it happen. Yeah, I think the the doomsday is among us, and like so much of what I've been seeing in a lot of the like far left rhetoric is that it almost has to be like burn everything down to kind of like start anew. So Mm -hmm. I kind of get it, like not in terms of like the like full on like anarchy. Oh my God. But like in this, like we've got to just like kill it all. Like Victoria's Secret fashion show first to go, then it'll be the, Mm -hmm. then it'll just be like all these things that we just like have normalized so much and like looked up to where we're going to be like, wait a minute. Like this is actually like extremely misogynist and sexist and classist and and phobic. And you know, like all these things that we're like, Oh wait, like we start kind of like unpeeling it all. Yeah. And I don't know. I think it's going to be, it gives me some small hope in the world. If not, I did decide that I will be starting a progressive sex cult with a friend in the Caribbean. I was oh going to say God. something like that, like build it, burn it all down. I feel like that could work in like a little country. I feel like that could work in like a little country where most people are the same and kind of have similar ideals and et cetera. Our country's too fucking big. What, what you want to burn down and what you want this country to mm-hmm. be is not what Billy wants this country to be. Mm-hmm. It's not what Anna wants. This co- it's, it would just be like violence. I feel like and that's why we're all arguing. The best man would win, I guess. Instagram. Yeah, you say? A microcosm of that, like that, all of that, like I want this, I want that, like that's the discourse we're seeing in the comments underneath of all these posts and shit when China yeah. goes into the far left um, yeah. holes of Instagram. And that's why people say like the Scandinavian countries are are like so happy and like mm-hmm. they function, but it's because they're so like homogenous. So it's like okay, like yeah. And then once they got to get a couple immigrants, they be getting real racist. They be like, oh, send them back. Exactly. They treat <laughs> they treat black people still like yeah. So I don't know, but um, if you would like to join my sex cult commune, can you not um, call them the cults? Okay. Yeah, like maybe communes Glenn, better. What's the next topic? Why not? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know about the cult. Thing. Why does cult I, have to be a negative thing? I'm pretty sure it is a negative thing because it's based on giving one person power, and then what are you going to be the leader of the cult? Right. I'm actually not the leader of the cult. Thank you very much. We have another leader. Somebody's going to have to be a leader, and then that starts getting weird. Well, submit. Submit what an application or submit to the cult leader. <laughs> right. I was like, submit to the leader. <laughs> Ooh, both. <laughs> this is a really quick one because I was watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills earlier today. The recent episode? The recent episode. What's good with Wait, Erica wait, Jane? wait. There is a new episode? Yeah, it came I out yesterday. In the chat. Oh, I missed that. See it? Whatever. I'm telling you this one part because So it came I'm- out late? Okay. I don't think it came out yesterday because I was watching, you know, on the Bravo app, I was watching the live thing and it was not on. It was just like old episodes. But then this morning it was on the app. Andy needs to stop playing. I don't know if I want to know what you're about to say, but whatever. I have to say it because it just made no sense to me. So say Erica it. now spills the beans that Tom Girardi's house was bur- broken into. <laughs> he assaulted the burglar and then he ended up in the hospital and then her son drove down from up in the hills of california where it was snowing <laughs> where it was snowing and it was snowing and the car tur- turned six times flipped over six times flipped over just like tom girardi's car did just <laughs> with a broken ankle that then was a concussion which then oh. led to early onset dementia pk well, honestly was cracking that's me funny up. <laughs> like because she said when they got to the hospital they were like are you going to operate on his head injury or his ankle and she chose the ankle and he's like oh so you choose the ankle for the 74 year old lawyer what is he he's a not a footballer, yeah, he's a footballer. <laughs> oh i can't They're wait to watch roasting. this i'm tight yo i really wanted to believe in erica and i was like maybe she didn't know but this don't sound right I mean, as it the episodes go on, I'm like, oh, Sutton, you might have been on to something. Son, for real. Because that story made no sense. PK is like, what are the odds? He's like, I'm not a stat- statistician. <laughs> but how? what are the odds that two people in the same family's cars both go rolling down the sides of cliffs? Shit, I feel bad laughing. Uh, and when wow. she was telling the story to Kyle, and she was like, yeah, it was snowing. And Kyle was like, 
in Pasadena? <laughs> right, 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 right. I can see Kyle really being like, she was like, okay. No okay, Erica, tell me more. Right. I don't know if she was being like facetious or if like she was genuinely asking questions. But I, when she said in Pasadena, I started dying. And Erica was like, he's a little further up. It didn't make any Where, sense. bitch? Where? It don't snow in the bay. Like, where? That was confusing. And how far away was he coming? Was he driving five hours? Because he would have had to be far. Maybe he was in Tahoe. Right. I was like, I was like, yes, I know it snows in parts of California, but like, it then just, why would you call him if he's that to far drive all the way down get Tom like I'm confused also you said that you, talk, you don't speak to Tom so how did your son even find out the, it mm. just didn't make sense Miss mm. Information she trying to get it she trying to understand trying to trying make to it make sense and it's just not making no sense the one thing that I think PK also said PK just be having all the tea um or all the <laughs> thoughts and opinions he's like he doesn't think that she's necessarily lying he thinks that she's being manipulated basically and she yes. has been a woman that has been manipulated forever and she's still under the hold like the grip of hmm. this man he hmm. could have told her these stories and she just like believed it i wonder she if she were a she... black woman if he would have thought that way don't take it there now poor white woman she can't think logically sure. have y'all seen that uh tiktok about the the lady who was like have you ever seen someone on their deathbed who tells you all their secrets and stories yes that shit was crazy. Wait, oh really God, quick. What? Let's get back to Beverly Hills, but we should tell Glenn about the TikTok. And our yes. Okay, I can't find the damn TikTok. But so basically, summarize, yeah. basically, it was this woman who's a nurse and she's like, what they never teach you in nursing school is how many people like confess to shit when they're on their deathbed. And she was taking care of this old white lady in Alabama. And the lady was saying that, oh, I found the TikTok. I had a woman dying from COVID confess something really heart-wrenching to me. She told me that when she was a teenager, she told her mother that one of the local black boys had touched her behind the grocery store. And in 1936, Louisiana, this was a very big deal. Not only was this boy lynched, but he was beaten and his genitals were cut off. And then the family home was burned to the ground and she watched it all happen. You want to know why? because she saw that his sisters had prettier dresses than she did, and she just didn't like it. So she lied, and then it clicked. This same woman had been hallucinating for the past couple of days, saying that there was a black boy in her room watching her, would not stop staring at her, and she was scared shitless. She asked if she could be forgiven. I told her the only person who could forgive her was the boy she killed. Not sorry. Correct. Isn't that crazy? Wait, I missed the last part. The one part she said she lied because her sisters were what? Because the girl was jealous that the little boy's sisters had prettier dresses than her. Mm-hmm. So Wait, she told she was... her parents she was a little girl uh-huh. and she thought the little boy's sisters had prettier dresses. Than oh, she had. the little boy's black sisters? Correct. Yes. So she told what her parents the that the little boy touched her. Just that is, that is, that is, that is, that is. Demon re endowment, honey. Wow. Now she's being haunted. And she can lay, she can make those lies of little sure child so. jealous about some damn dresses. Wow. Yeah. I hope she was haunted. Should I, that should be haunted. Because the thing is, at that age, life. she definitely probably knew what was going to happen to him. If she said yeah. he touched, she, she said he touched her. She, yeah, she fucking, yes, that's a I'm hot sorry. Mess. Well, because they didn't see black people as even human. But um, yeah. Back to Erica. Yes. I was just going to ask, do you, do you have another point, Chelsea? No, I thought you were going to say something. I had just one follow-up question because watching Kyle and Dorit Kiki with Mauricio and what PK. the boy name is, I'm like, I done said his name 10 times. PK. Like, PK. 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 Baby. Telling him, telling them baby. all of this like friend group drama. I was curious y'all's thoughts on like, sh- like kiki with your man about your friend's business. Okay, but wait, so we are running out of time because yes. we have to interview someone in five minutes, but this is a good kind of like, what would you do-esque oh, we... question. Yes. That's a great point. So let's go into it. What would you do? I'll be telling all y'all business. I was going to say, because I know you'd be telling all my business. I'd be telling all you your business, but I tell you that I tell all your business. <laughs> yeah. Um, So I think it depends on the friend. Like, I know Chelsea is a more private person. I don't really be knowing her business like that, no way. <laughs> but I wouldn't necessarily go like telling all of Chelsea's business, but like 
because you guys have a relationship and I, you know, I'm gonna tell him anyways. Yes. I'd be like, Glenn is fucking this man again. And let me tell you something. He gonna go and tell her this, this and that. And this, and then the nigga gonna do this. And he'd be like, wow, that's crazy. (laughs) He'd be like, well, if Glenn is getting dicked down, I don't see the problem. (laughs) Half the time be on your fucking side. So he do, he do. I, I don't know. I think it's kind of inevitable, but like, I guess you have to be mindful of if your friend will feel a way that you're telling your man her business. And I feel like you, you know, which friends are more comfortable and not. Yeah. I feel like it depends on the tea. Um, Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. like if it's something frivolous, like, yeah, okay. It might come up. Um, I'm also like in a friend group of couples that are all friends so you have to know that like if you say something it could possibly get back to the guy Mm -hmm. so like it's a lot of discretion and like I think through things like that um Mm. but yeah that would be my answer but yes of course you especially if you live with them like that's the person who you kind of tell everything to but like use discretion obviously I think that makes perfect sense when I've shared tea with dudes they all they at least the people I've dealt with just get very judgmental and like spicy with the mm. with their commentary, very oh. PK with their shit. And I'm just like PK, baby. That's still the homie. Like you don't, you know, then that's just it feels a little messy. Like yeah. like you're like having a gossip session about your f- friend with your man, but you and wouldn't you also, talk about your friend like that with your other friends because right. you feel like you were talking about your friend behind <clears> her back. <throat> mm-hmm, you, know? mm-hmm. you also have to be careful because if you're telling your man too many whole stories about this one girl, then they're gonna be like, "Ooh, that's your whole friend. You going out with your whole friend?" Ooh, so, yo, ooh, like yikes! Yikes! Mm. Can mm-hmm. you vent to your man about your friend? Like, yeah, it's one thing to tell. It's yeah. one thing to tell, like, "Oh, well, you know, Glenn." is now seeing this guy again but like that's like a story about you it's another thing to be like glenn got on my goddamn nerves today because this bitch was late and then like i think that's saying that's fine saying like glenn got on my nerves today that's different than yo this bitch is so conniving and evil mm-hmm. da, 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 because then he's like well i don't fuck with her i don't like that person like when, when she true. comes around then he might be cold to her even though you guys might have made up so it's just right. it depends. that's the thing i was trying to get at yeah because they're gonna, because yeah. they're always just gonna ride for you, regardless. Right. They don't know all the nuances and shit. Right, right. But it's good when your man can also tell you, like, mm, no, you're actually tripping. That's yes, true. You know? yes. We're Last like question mm-hmm. around this: Do your friends have to like your man or significant other? I think so. Not maybe not best. They don't have to be best friends. Mm-hmm. It would be nice if they had a friendship, like. You also got to watch certain bitches with that. But, um, oh Lord, it would be nice if they had a friendship. But, like, I love when I'm on FaceTime with and then, like, comes home and then they have their little moment and then Mm -hmm. they have to talk to each other. Like, it's cute. But, like, Mm. but I think if they hate him, mm, that's not a good situation. That's That's probably a red flag. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, I'm thinking about, mm. I'm like, is there any kind of situation where you could just hate, not hate, but just be like, mm, he's not my favorite, but like recognize that's- that he's good for your friend still. I'm like, oh, no, I was going to say no. <laughs> mm. No, I thought Shadi's ex was mean. I know. I was trying to think oh, about Oh, my ex, ex sucked. I was like, nobody likes him so to anyone. Didn't, yeah, didn't love him. He was a bitch. Well, but if he was like, <laughs> you're listening, you're a bitch. If he wasn't, you're a bitch. A, <laughs> if he like wasn't a bitch, to Shade, then I would have right. been like, damn, just don't really bring that nigga around me. Yeah. But then but that's so awkward. That doesn't like really your work. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted my friends and him to get along so badly, but I was like. He was very hot and cold. Sometimes he was really cool. Sometimes yeah. Welcome to weird. my fucking <laughs> life of three years. It was probably your years. fault though, Shadi, because you don't have home training. Ah! Like that time when I met your, cur- well, no, I met your current because I literally walked up and introduced myself. I was like, this girl is not going to introduce us. You're right. I I am not very good at, at those things. I was going to say that's your oh, yeah. key side. Well, now you hear <laughs> so she's a racist. Southern home training. No, southern ones are different from New York <laughs> ones. Well, what the fuck is Gwen? She's from Southern, southern roots. roots. She's closer to the southern. I roots. have southern roots. Yeah, you a Yankee girl. What you're excuse, excuse. <laughs> <laughs> no home training. How you don't introduce? Like what? I was like. What? 
but you know, everyone's different. I think it's just because I'm a little aloof sometimes. No, 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 no. That's, that's not how you use that word. That's not how you use that word. Lackadaisical. Lackadaisical. No, 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 no. Aloof is when you're like kind of weird and mean. Um, lackadaisical. Like my head is in the clouds. Yeah, remember we say she we say she and her man are both blondes. They're yeah. blonde. No, but he was polite. He's very polite, but I'm yeah, saying we both be kind of like. Hold on, just so the people know, um, aloof. Yeah, I really wanted to look it up. Webster's. Okay, aloof is not friendly or forthcoming, cool and distant. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. It doesn't sound like what it means. I know, and that's what gets it really you bothers up. me. It gets you fucked like up. Floating. That's Wait, what it does sounds it? like to me. Yeah. No. Listen, I have another topic that I wanted to raise, but we're going to talk about it on the Patreon. I really, I'm curious to know y'all's thoughts the on Patreon. the whole, mm-hmm, the Nikita Dragon and the Asian doll. Oh gosh. Yeah. And I'm going to get the, into um, that conversation that's been happening. So if you are a Patreon subscriber, look out for that. And if you're not going to get that, that conversation, tea. then yeah, subscribe. Yes. And yes, email us at hello at Black Girls Texting. Follow us at Black Girls Texting. Email us at hello at blackgirlstexting.com. As Glenn mentioned, we do have a Patreon. Patreon mm-hmm. slash Black Girls Texting. We also have a YouTube. Mm. So yeah. We hello. are, we finna have 500 subscribers. So you bet skip subscribing. Thanks again for listening to Black Girls Texting. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Oh, and don't forget to text every group chat you're in and tell them to check us out. Follow your girls at Black Girls Texting and we'll see you next week. Bye.